Hey everyone, happy February to you. Thanks for tuning in to this month's episode of the 10-7 Ministries podcast. If you're a familiar listener to the podcast, then you know that I am your host, Mike Mitchell. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And we're going to jump right into today's episode. So I had lunch with a friend yesterday, and... One of the things we ended up talking about was fear and anxiety. And anxiety is one of those things that once I really started to understand it, uh, really kind of blew my mind. Right? When I say anxiety, what I mean is anxiety is just another word for fear when you think about it. And I don't mean horror movie type fear, something like that. I really think that anxiety boils down to a lack of trust and a lack of faith. Maybe in yourself, maybe in God, maybe both. Certainly could be other people. But really... Anxiety can be best described as a misplaced fear. Now, as first responders, we know that a certain degree of fear is healthy and necessary. You know, sometimes that's the thing that keeps you alive. Because you you want to have a certain degree of fear when you're running into a burning building, when you are getting ready to clear a house or out with a suspect. But for me, I can tell you that I have spent many, many times over the years allowing fear to control my life. And when I think about worry and anxiety, I keep coming back to this verse that's in Matthew 6, verse 25 through 27. Do not worry about your life or what you will eat or what you will drink. Isn't life more than food, the body more than clothing? For consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? And can any of you add one moment to your life by worrying? And if I'm honest with you, I've struggled with that verse over the years. I still struggle with that verse from time to time. But 
It is true all the way through. One, I have had those moments when I didn't know if I was going to have enough money to pay the rent, right? Or I didn't know how some health issue was going to work out. And I was afraid. If you know me really well, then it won't come as a surprise if I tell you I am a perfectionist deep down. Though I've gotten a lot better over the years, I can tell you that for me, it was always very important to be the best. And if you also know me and some of the things that I have going on, you'll understand when I say the reality of that is that's impossible. Now, it's impossible anyway, but I have some things going on in my life that make it a little more so. Now, when I look upon my life, I know that God has provided for me amply and many times over. And if I'm honest, I've been given more than I deserve. But I am also one of those people where anxiety is a fairly constant companion. And bills keep coming, work keeps stressing me out. And it'll go in ebbs and flows, but anxiety and fear is, is always there. And the Apostle Paul writes, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And there's a great many times when I read this verse and I just want to slam my Bible shut, right? I know I'm not the only one when I say that. Because worry is such a natural human emotion. But it's when it takes control and gets really unhealthy that we need to start checking ourselves. And there was a time not too long ago when I was stressing out over something. I don't, couldn't even tell you what it is at this point. But I was talking to my pastor about it. And he finally said, look, bro. You either trust God is working through this and doing something even though you can't see it or you don't. And I just remember stopping and going, 
I either believe God is going to do something with this, or I don't. And I just I re- kept repeating his words to myself over and over and over again. And I came to the conclusion that I really needed it to work at putting my fears and anxieties aside because I had seen God work in so many ways and so many times before, but I had allowed this fear and anxiety to really take hold in a way that is really unhealthy. But let's go back to that verse, right? Let's dig into that a little bit. I'm also reminded of Matthew 6, 33 and 34. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I think what Scripture is is saying there was what my pastor was trying to get me to think through and to realize, right? Is that if I'm putting God first, then my priorities are in the right place. And the fear and anxiety that I feel towards everything or at least a lot of things, will kind of worry about itself, right? Or will kind of take care of itself. So if you're dealing with anxiety, my question to you is, are you putting God first? Not only in that situation, but in most other situations. Have you put your relationship with Christ above all else? Because it is true, and I say this, I promise you from experience, that when you do put your relationship with God first, all the other worries and struggles, I won't say they fade away, because they don't always go away. Because I still have worries, I still have struggles. But they get put into perspective. And if I am doing that and I am giving forth my best effort, then I have done everything that God has asked of me. And I think if you're a perfectionist like I am, and I suspect some of you are, then you realize that that can be kind of a tough thing to come to grips with because we always feel like we need to do more. And many times I've had so many people in my life come to me and say, Did you give your best effort? And if I can say, yeah. Were you trusting that God was was moving you to the right place? Yeah. Then what more were you expecting to do? 
And I think that's that's a really profound idea, simple yet profound, because we as first responders, we always want to do more, right? And if you've been in, in any sort of debriefing for a critical incident, you know that you and everybody else in there is sitting there going, if I'd only been in there 10 seconds sooner, if I'd only not gotten stuck behind traffic at that red light while running lights and sirens to that call, if I'd only, if I'd only, if I'd only. And so when we're feeling anxious about things and playing the if I'd only game, I think the great question to ask ourselves is did we do everything we could have with the information that we had available at the time? And if that answer is yes, then I think it's important to try to put the debilitating anxiety aside. The other thing that I would encourage you to do is pray through your anxiety. Scripture even tells us to do that. As Paul said, in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So take your request to God, but I think a key part to that is with thanksgiving. Be thankful for what you have, right? Be thankful for where you're at, because it more than likely could be worse. Not saying that to minimize what you're going through. I'm really not. What I'm saying is that taking a look back and having an, a, a, a thankful heart to look at things helps to put in perspective what you're dealing with in the moment. So I would really encourage you to do that. Finding those small things to be thankful for can be helpful. And training yourself to think along those lines can be extra helpful in allowing you to try to deal with whatever's in front of you. The other trick that I've found that is, I will admit, difficult for me, for sure, but is helpful is to stay in the present as much as I can. And I don't mean that to be like new age-ish or anything like that, but there is something to be said about staying in the present. And by that, I mean that if I, well, I'll, I'll, I'll speak for myself here. I tend to worry about stuff that is way in the future that I have absolutely no control over. And I have found myself getting so worried about things in the future that I miss what's right in front of me, right? So stay focused on what's going on now. And look around and find things in your life to be a little bit thankful for. 
it's not going to fix everything. What I'm telling you is is not a cure-all for your anxiety and the things that, that make you anxious. I wish that I had that capability to... Uh, to fix all of that for you, but I don't. But what I will tell you is I have learned some things over the years for myself. And if I can help you along the way a little bit, if I can bring a little bit of peace to your work life, your home life, if I can help you do that, then I've done my job. So my friends, stay focused. Keep your eyes on what's in front of you and what matters. And know that you don't walk through this alone. Those of us at 107 are here for you. And I promise you, more than you realize, your brothers and sisters that you work with in the firehouse, in the police station, uh, on your ambulance crews, they are here for you too. And know that asking for help and admitting that things are tough is not a sign of weakness. Please don't let someone tell you that it is. Because it's not. Because we all have that stuff that we have to go through, right? And a lot of times what I've found over the years is if someone's not willing to walk alongside you, it could be because they're going through that same thing and they just don't quite know how to deal with it themselves. So stay focused. And again, you're not walking through it alone. Know that those of us are here at ten seven are with you and we're here to do everything we can for you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next month. Thank you so much for listening to the 107 Ministries podcast. We'd love to connect with you on our social media pages. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also go to our website at 10-7.org, but you got to spell the numbers out. So T E N the dash symbol and then S E V E N.org. There you can find past podcast episodes, some other resources to help you. You can connect with us and submit prayer requests and podcast ideas if there's something you want us to cover. And also, we are a nonprofit ministry and we depend on donations. So we would welcome your partnership with us. Head on over to our donate page on there or on any of our social media platforms and partner with us as we seek to minister to the first responders out there. Again, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.